Friday, Friday. Evan, it's Friday. It's the day before the bar crawl. Are you ready? Trick yeah, dude. Are you ready? You, I thought you were going to say ready, Freddy. Ah, can we oh. do it again? <laughs> All right, rewind. Oh, no. No, it's, I'm totally getting it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Gems of History podcast. I am your host, Evan, and joining me to my left is Jacob. And joining me to my left is... It's Mark. Brandon. It's Mark. Oh. It's not Brandon, you liar. Nah. It is me. <laughs> I am here. He's the only one that has to be himself because he has all the information today. Oh, yeah. So. That's right. That's right. That is true. So that's well, how it works. Yeah. Welcome one and all. Yes, yes. Welcome back. Except that one. You know who you are. I don't sad. know who that I, is. I'm, but, yeah, I'm just kidding. Someone's getting called out right now. If you feel like it's you, it probably is. Well, we got Mark back this week. So welcome back. Thanks. Happy to be here. <laughs> How was your week off? I know you were on a, a little vacation with the fam. It was hot in there. <laughs> no, it was a great vacation, dude. Love it. If you uh, ever want to go on a pretty private lake, Forest Lake has like a boat access where you can pretty much only get a kayak on there. Great lake. That's all you need. Very nice. Perfect swimming water. Jacob was there. I mean, any bigger than that, you're kind of like pushing it because it's not a very big lake at <laughs> no. all. It's uh, just whatever comes just above a pond. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> Ev, how are you doing? Doing good. I mean, that's uh, elite level happiness that keep on talking about, bragging in everyone's face. It's still there. Heck yeah. Especially and with our uh, little shindig happening tomorrow yes. and also Bucks and Seven. That too. Wow. We got to say Bucks and Seven while we can because we all know heartbreak. Just around was, the corner. I was going to say, if we say Bucks and Seven, I'm going to either have to edit it out if they lose or keep it in if they win. So I guess we'll see if this makes it. Yep. Just add the tears in this section. <laughs> it's so just like, know what like crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for our social post, we'll just put like my face, except like cover it up, and it'll be the crying Jordan face. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's that's what we're gonna do. But yes, yeah, so we got a, a pretty big weekend coming up for us because we have our bar crawl tomorrow, which by the time this comes out will have already happened. So thank you to everyone who came out, and I'm sure we all had a great time. Hopefully, everyone was responsible. Looking at you, Mark. Why? No. <laughs> I don't know. Known ruckus causer, Mark yeah. August. Yeah, you know, it's been known to happen. A guy, guy wants to play pool. I want to play darts. <laughs> known, known to be some conflict. Okay, now you got to tell the story. No, no, no. Yeah. I want nothing to do with that guy. I'm done. It's <laughs> over. Mark fought an old man. Almost fought an old man. <laughs> Very funny. At the bar, we're starting the bar crawl at, so... Oh, and he'll probably be there. He lives, he camps at Every time there. we've been there, he has been there, so we'll see. Hey, if he donates twenty dollars to the GoFundMe, he can have a shirt. He can have a shirt, and then they can get ripped up in the fight that ensues with Mark later on. So. <laughs> just picturing like the breaking of pool sticks, like over the knee, just like in the uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, well, when I was up north, uh, we were up there with a, our the family friends that we go up there with, and one of the guys we were playing pool with just like was holding it behind his sh- like neck on his shoulders mm-hmm. and just like pulled on it a little bit, just snapped it right in half and we were all just standing there like what the heck was that and he's like i don't know i didn't even like pull that hard and i don't know i guess he was trying to flex like low-key and just ended up snapping the thing doesn't know his own strength it was very funny but all that aside i hope you guys are all doing well out there hope you guys that all came out had a good time and we will be getting those shirts shipped to the people that are out of state or couldn't make it to the bar crawl as soon as possible. So 
that should all be set and done. So we'll see if we can make it to our goal by the end of the day tomorrow because we will still be selling some shirts. But we're just under halfway right now. We're at like 470 something dollars out mm -hmm. of a thousand. So I'm sure we'll get a lot more going towards that by the end of tomorrow and hopefully we can hit that number. But yeah, thank you a ton for everyone that came out. I mean, we really appreciate you. Everyone that donated, whether you can make it or whether we need to ship you your shirts. I mean, really appreciate it. And it's obviously that great cause. And I'm sure that will be a, it was a really fun event. We're manifesting it right now. We're manifesting it's going to be it, yes. a great time. We're sending out the good vibes. Absolutely. So we are back with another good episode. Mark is leading us this week. So it's a good thing that he is back and ready for action. I hope you got a, a good topic for us. No. Oh. No, I, I actually, I, I you had so. two weeks to prepare your thoughts for it. So. I wasn't around, I, but but uh, I'm very actually excited about this. Okay, it's uh, I went from taking my favorite people on YouTube, you know, yep. uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved, and like, you know what? Let me branch out <laughs> to one channel over infographics, <laughs> <laughs> which. I adore. I've watched so many infographics videos, but there's one in particular that was really fun. I actually think I use them for the uh, the pyramids episode. They have they have some really oh, cool yeah. videos. Yeah, they do a really good job of keeping it kind of concise, but hitting at every point you'd ever want to hear about. Yeah, and they make some cool like art for it and stuff usually. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. pretty pretty neato. Yeah. But before we get into what Mark's going to give us for this week. We have our good old round of trivia. So, Ev, you want to get us going this week? Start it off hot. You betcha, boys. So, my question for you two. What year was the last public guillotining done in France? Was it A, 1965, B, 1939, C, 1888, or D, 1875. The Great way to go. But you're still like conscious for like. That's okay. Five you can't feel anything. After. Your spine is gone. There's no pain going on there. I guess it, you're you're just kind of like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, your head's just like in a peach basket. So two points. I'd two probably choose score. choose hanging as long as they did oh, no it right. Way. I feel like hanging sounds horrible. No, maybe no, it's you not. just snap Tell your me neck and you die immediately. Well, what if, what if you don't? Well, that's why I want them to do it right. Yeah, but, like, the, but doesn't the neck snap really hurt? No, you don't feel it. You don't feel it's your next so, snap? It's so immediate. Like, if you ha they do, like, math. There's actual math to it where... Okay. Because if the rope is too long, it'll just strangle... Or, uh, rope's too long, then it will just pop your head off. Well, that might not, which it, you know... It'd probably be, like, the same as a guillotine kind of situation. Yeah, Maybe yeah. a little more painful. Maybe a little worse, because I'm a little more rip and tear and in if there. And the <laughs> if the rope's too short, then it just strangles you, and you just hang there, and then... People have to pull on your legs to make it quicker. I wonder oh, what year they no. figured out the math of the length. Yeah, I was the guy that figured it out. Was like, guys, don't even worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, there's a bunch of like just botched ones where they just did not have a great time. Or Sherlock Holmes, or whatever. yeah, that's right. Yeah. So 
But anyway, the actual last like guillotining just in general was in 1970s, <clears throat> excuse me, in the 1970s, but the last public one in 1939. And honestly, the pictures of this, and I'll maybe post these to our social media. We'll see. It is someone getting their head chopped is off. Is it the ones that are in front of like the apartment buildings, just like in the middle of the street? Yeah, it's not an apartment building. It's in front of the prison St. Pierre in Versailles. Um, Can I yeah, see it? It's, yeah. Because yeah, I've seen the pictures of one of them. Yeah, there's that's like the three, one I saw. Yeah, there's like three guys holding down like the guy's body, and his Bring head is it just back. Bring <laughs> it back. <laughs> but yeah, it happened to old Yeller. Eugene Weidman. Ooh, I'm sure right. I too soon. That'd be so sad. <laughs> I thought I said old Yeller, and then I felt it was too soon. <laughs> that, <laughs> when that yeah, it's been out for a while, <laughs> but it's still sad. Yeah, I was listening to uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History did like a painful attainment thing where he was talking about public executions and they talked about that. So that's why I ended up seeing those pictures because I looked it up. But crazy. It was painful. What? What? His thing was most painful executions? No, it's just called painful attainment because he talks about like painful things that like people find entertaining. So, yeah. Can you imagine if the guillotine wasn't heavy enough? So like it like it only like it just like got a little bit. Yeah, it's in. like a, like that would that'd be unfortunate. Yeah, it's like an April Fool's joke. They just put like a butter knife up there, <laughs> it bounces off. It's like foam. Well, that's like, uh... that's like if someone was chopping your head off with an axe and they miss and like hit your back or something like that. Uh, oh, like in Game of Thrones. Yeah, that would just that suck. actually happens in all the seasons. Not ideal. Well, and plus, like apparently executioners back in the day would like ninety percent of the time just be drunk because they were basically citizens of the town that just got chosen to do it and they didn't want to do it obviously yeah. so good luck it's like firing squad when they like don't tell you who has the loaded yeah gun. isn't that a keen peel skit yeah it <laughs> no, so... it's, a, it's a whitest kids you oh, know whitest kids yeah, you know just like, who stop, the stop looking yeah. <laughs> any last words yes just three <laughs> all right <laughs> all right so my question for you boys what did the ancient Romans believe that gladiator blood did? A. Increase fertility. B. Cure epilepsy. C. Cure leprosy. Or D. Keep a person young. We're going A because it's weird and sounds like that's what they believe. I was going to say I'm going to go with A too just because Romans are, are weird, kind of freaky. All right. So they both decided on increase fertility. The correct answer is cure epilepsy. Huh. So back then, huh? Huh. Apparently, well, I, I haven't tried it. So apparently, they would actually like bottle up the blood when it was like brand new out of the body after someone died in these gladiator fights, and they would sell it while it was still warm to people at the uh, the Colosseum and stuff because people thought that it cured epilepsy. It's kind of messed a, up. Yeah, it's a little a weird. Huge line, just like Best Buy on Black Friday. People are trampling each other for gladiator. Yeah, it's like blood. Lakefront Brewery because they only have like the specialty Black Friday beer that you can get that day. So people were weird back in the day, I guess. But people are still weird. Rudimentary medicine, you know? I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, people still think that gems keep you young. So I think we should bring back those big, like, uh, doctor. Oh, the plague doctor. Masks? Yeah, yeah. Bring them back. Those things are sweet. Yeah. There's so many anime now that have like character designs where people are wearing those. Oh, really? I'm all about it. It's yeah. super cool. All right, Mark. Me. Yep, you gotta finish this up. You know, I'm a little nervous because. I feel like as I was writing this question out, 
Someone had asked this already, so I hope they didn't. I don't think I thought you were going to say, oh, I don't have two questions. I have three this time. <laughs> oh, I actually have a mental one in my head. In uh-huh. case I read this and they're like, oh, we did that. You know, I don't know. We'll just beat you up if you did. Yeah. Yep. Our 12, uh-huh. our 12 Twitter followers. <laughs> I can't believe they did that. Yeah. We get canceled. We've been doing this for what how many episodes? What kind of cheap production are, are they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've been doing this for how many episodes and haven't repeated a question yet, so that's kind of impressive at least. Yeah. There's just so much history. That's true. I mean, we have covered almost all of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, We're okay. getting there. In which country was the largest T-Rex skeleton found? Nope. Canada, Brazil, Iceland, or Russia? Um, I want to say Brazil, actually. That's what I mean. Who knows? Not me, because I didn't write the right answer. No, <laughs> no I'm <kidding. laughs> You, were, you no, just like decide a on the fly which one it is. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Like, no, that was like a genuine question. Like, which one <laughs> is know, it? Guys, seriously, help me out here. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. He like, wants to be a millionaire and all the lights collapse. Yeah. <laughs> can I phone a friend? Or? Yeah. yeah, you can phone Evan. Howdy. We're just acquaintances, business <laughs> oh, partners. Oh, yes, right, right. strictly business partners. I'm going to go ahead and say Russia just because it's huge and I feel like maybe they found something there. So other options were Canada, Brazil, and Iceland, which is actually a pretty nice place. It's not Greenland, people. Greenland is all ice, mm-hmm. but Iceland. We've talked nice. about that twice in a row now. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, we talked about it last week with Brandon. Oh, I wasn't even here. Iceland is so back. Wow. You know Iceland. what? Go in Canada. I need to stop stalling. All right. The correct answer was, in fact, our Canadian brethren. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was it just in a giant vat of maple syrup? I wasn't going to give that away. It was... <laughs> There's just a large Mountie hat on top of the T-Rex's head. <laughs> it has a little hockey stick in its hands. Yep. Oh. Oh it's so stupid. But yeah. The other, I'm glad you guys, we didn't ask that one before because my other one was much more brutal. It's about how many people on average the old time Aztecs sacrificed. Oh, it was like thousands per year. That's what I was going to say per year. It was like 250,000. Jeez. A year? Well, I think it was a year. But I mean, you got to keep the sun happy. You need but it a lot can't of people. be a year because they didn't have that many people back then, right? Oh, they just like raided and pillaged like everyone else on the continent. Oh yeah. Well, don't quote me. I don't know what the time frame was. I know the number is two hundred fifty. I mean, they chopped people's heads off to throw through rings. So I mean, well, you, they you killed people for less than trying to Honestly, appease yeah. the sun. <laughs> Hot take was the ball the most like impactful invention? Just so people stopped doing that? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, oh, brutal. That kind of insane that they had to resort to that for sport but i mean i guess we've done worse things for sport so like calling people sport yes old sport slugger i couldn't find it uh, did you forget my name already no sport sport well live research has once again failed us this is why we pre-plan <laughs> this is why we need an intern yes <laughs> if anyone wants to be our unpaid intern and just, we'll pay you in beer Exactly expensive. a singular beer. That's about all we can afford. Okay, so my dad was trying to make a point that inflation's really bad. Guess what he went with? He said, did you know the price of asparagus has doubled? <laughs> I'm like, what? Out of everything, yeah. like, lumber's really high, yeah, yeah. steel's really high, yeah. but asparagus, man. It's doubled. So it's really hitting the wallet. We got in this grind where every time we'd grill out, like, a really nice thing of steaks, he'd make some grilled asparagus. So that's mm, why he's big on asparagus, good, but... Grilled asparagus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my go-to. I, I can get behind that. Put some Parmesan cheese on there. Oh. Ooh. It's very good. 
salt it parmesan cheese have you ever done some lemon pepper uh broccoli too that sounds amazing throw that on some tin foil put it on the grill for 15 minutes mm. see i usually go the easy route and just get a pack of steamables throw some cajun uh spice on there mix it all together throw it underneath some uh some like usually general sow's chicken on a bed of rice Ooh. call it a day very good so yeah. instead of that gaming podcast, we're just going to do a cooking podcast <laughs> as our uh, next extension of our Three, multimedia uh, conglomerate. Three single guys that had to make their own meals for a while finally know how to make food. Can you imagine the cookbook we would come up with? It'd be a mess, but it'd be probably a good mess, honestly. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just throw stuff together and it usually ends up working out. it'd be a hot mess? That's what it'd be called. We'd have to name it, Get it though, like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <laughs> you know it's bad do, when do, you do, have do, to do. try and explain. Well, I think that almost adds to it. Yeah. Like, I, I knew you know what I meant, but I had to, you know, fluff it up a bit. It's like when you don't get the reaction from it that you want, like five seconds later, she's like, "You guys get you it, guys right?" Get like it. Well, after you tell like a really long story, and they're like, "Yeah," and it's just like, "Okay, I guess I'll just go run into the desert and never come yeah. back." <laughs> like you tell the punchline, and you're looking at them like <laughs> you're so you're, you're, you're like a happy puppy, like waiting for someone to react to you. It's just like. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. (laughs) (laughs) That is brutal. Uh, All right, speaking of happy puppies, Mark, what do you got for us this week? Okay, okay, okay. How about we talk about the mysterious deaths of several people connected to the JFK assassination? Okay, okay. How does that sound to you, I was actually thinking about JFK's assassination today. Oh, that's got to Because I have a dark and demented mind. All right, well, I'll send the FBI to your house. (laughs) Well, they're already listening, so they they know. Oh, man. Yeah, the JFK assassination is kind of insane. You know, this is what's so crazy about what we're going to be talking about today, is we're not really going to cover the actual assassination that in-depth. It's good because just, we'd have so many people telling us a lot of different things from every side yeah. <laughs> trying to debunk what we said. That's really tough. That, that's almost like a group topic, I think. Mm-hmm. It's probably the actual assassination itself. But we're going to talk more about how weird and trippy all the people, even vaguely uh, related to what happened. Yeah. What happened to them, dude? A bunch of people just keeling over. We got to find out why. Are we going to figure it this out? This week no. on Infographics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I like how we're getting in front of it now. Like, are we going to figure it out? No. Instead of and like all, saying it the... We've had like seven episodes, or like other than the Vikings one, where we just didn't figure out anything. So it's a pretty pretty common trope around here. <laughs> okay. So like I said, for today's topic, we're going to be largely going into and covering strange, untimely deaths for individuals who were investigating or were involved with the JFK assassination in some sort of Did way. Did they lose the Spear of Destiny? Mm-hmm. That could be why they died. Well, I thought the Spear of <laughs> He wasn't there for that episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. I know. I, I, I'm I trying have, to tie I know, everything I know. back. <laughs> I, have, I have heard the episode, though. This isn't what we're talking about, but for some reason, the Spear of Destiny makes me think of, like, Poseidon's trident. Can you imagine someone kills JFK, throws this trident, <laughs> just nails him in the chest? Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> from the book the Depository tri- chucks a trident and was nails him. a great him. Tra- our track and field stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, pretty sadistic. He went to but... state at his high school. Oh, <laughs> he just carries that into work with him that day, and he's just like, don't worry about it, it's fine. Well, it's a concealed carry. <laughs> It's not very concealed, is it, Lee? <laughs> Will Farrell killed that guy with the trident. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I am ready for you. 
What is it? Scott Ferguson. Scott Jurgensen. I love it. I'm actually going to murder you. Okay. So on November 22nd, 1963, in Dallas, Texas, multiple shots were taken at then President of the United States, John F. Kennedy. As we all well know, the president wound up dead. Wow, I was really casual with that. Bye bye. That is horrible. I also want to point I out that we've the past like probably three episodes. It's taken us at least twenty minutes to even mention what we're talking about, let alone get into what we're talking about. Okay, so. chaos energy. <laughs> oh, I love That's it. true, but also, I got to <laughs> three wow. shots with fire, and he I just was super he casual. Got blown away. Let me read it. That's how I wrote it here. <laughs> As we all, as we all well know, you were just like Ron Burgundy. You wrote, you wrote it, and you were like, "I'm going to say this very nonchalantly." Yeah. I, when I when I was thinking, I thought I was like, "Well, don't waste your time with that," <laughs> because we all know. I mean, something to be gleaned there. Uh, He's dead. Dead is dead. <laughs> but two days later, oh man, I'm screwing myself over. It's too funny. <laughs> That is dead. That, you don't come Ooh. here for nothing, huh? No, no. Get these hard-hitting facts. We're going to have so many new listeners, too, on Monday. I'm oh, sure yeah. just because, like, T-shirts. I can't uh, wait Yeah, for, for new listeners, welcome. Hope you enjoy yourselves and go back and listen through the rest of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Give us five stars on iTunes. Otherwise, we'll come to your house and beat you up. With uh, tridents. Yes. Three shots. <laughs> Three trident shots. <laughs> <laughs> but two day. Oh, boy. But two days later, the man responsible for the assassination, Lee Harvey Oswald, was also dead. The man who killed him was named Jack Ruby, who himself died not long after, falling into an unfathomable mental illness and madness. Jack Rubenstein. Uh, that was his original name, I think. And then once he started getting nightclubs and stuff, he changed it to Jack Ruby because it sounded better. You get the facts here first, people. <laughs> I don't got that in my notes, but that's why I got it. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on it. Well... well Consider it quoted, because that's going to really make or break this story. (laughs) Uh, First off, we must talk about what really happened to Jack Ruby and how he inexplicably suddenly lost his mind after killing Oswald. Tom O'Neill, an award-winning investigative journalist and entertainment reporter, don't like that line, because the minute they said entertainment reporter, I mean, investigative specialist, I'm like, this guy is about to tell me some gospel. Entertainment reporter... I don't know. <laughs> this guy's like, reporting to like the the uh, World Weekly News or whatever. Like, like well, Marilyn I, Monroe doing like something like that. Yeah, pretty much. Like, it's just like tabloids TMZ. and stuff. Uh-huh. Anyway, he did. A, he's done a lot of research on this topic and is also well known for having discovered vast amounts about the Manson murders, which I don't think we've covered on this. We have podcast. not. That'd be kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And he thinks plenty is out of the ordinary when it comes to the case of Jack Ruby in a podcast. Whoa! 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 whoa. Is this podcastception? No. I mean, we're talking about things that were talked about on a podcast. Oh, so what does that mean for us? Podcastception. What a podcast in the podcast. Whoa. Let that sink in. It has. (laughs) In a podcast, he Uh, said the following regarding Ruby's meeting with Louis, Luis, I never know. There's an S at the end. Could be Louis or Luis. I think it's Louis. What's his last name? Well, West. Everyone knows oh. this guy. Is it, now, I can't remember, though. Do you guys know Louis? Luis? I don't know. I was going to say if mm-hmm. it sounds like Italian, it's probably Louis. But Big Jolly West. That's what I'm going with because his middle name is Jolly. Oh, so, okay. Big he Jolly does have a nickname, West. but anyway. 
a man that for a long time denied he was working with the CIA on mind control program called MK Ultra. MK Ultra. Yeah, heard of, you know, you know. Wow. MK Ultra is so messed up. So far, given us two other topics: Manson murders and MK Ultra. But you know, not for today. Like I said, we've almost covered everything. Yeah. <laughs> O'Neill said, quote, my most important finding is that a CIA contracted agent or researcher for mind control became that witness or that witness's doctor right before he testified and told his story. And then he goes crazy. So basically insinuating that someone got to Ruby before he testified. However, no one who worked in MK Ultra will talk about it, obviously, and it would have remained a total secret had the CIA gotten away with destroying all related files. We know that just before Ruby was to testify to the Warren Commission, West came to see him in his jail cell and no other people were present. West said that Ruby had gone mad and was a paranoid, rambling mess of a man. It is important to recognize, however, that prior to this, when West wrote to the CIA's mind control master, Sidney Gottlieb, nailed it, he said his specialty was, quote, inducing insanity in people without their awareness. After Ruby shot Oswald, some very strange things happened. The police pinned him to the floor, and he said, What am I doing here? What are you guys jumping on me for? He seemed as though he wasn't in control and had no idea of his actions. A psychiatrist later said that Ruby had suffered from a fugue state with subsequent amnesia, a fugue state being someone who suddenly lost their sense of themselves, having a breakdown of sorts where they don't know what they are doing. The numbers, Mason. What do they mean? (laughs) Well, and Jack Ruby, I'm pretty sure, like, worshipped JFK. So once he figured out who had shot him, it was pretty much his only goal to try and get the guy that got JFK. So Well, you say that, but we're going to hear some people say that, actually, Ruby was not a political guy in the least bit. We do not talk enough, like, nearly enough about the fact that the U.S. government was just working on mind control. It's kind of let that one slide as Literally just, like, giving people, like, overloads of psychotic drugs to make their minds break and then taking advantage of it not good is that when acid was created wasn't acid created in order to yeah it's been around but i mean like they gave people like straight lsd instead of like dosing it down it was pretty much just like a hundred times stronger than what you should be taking and jeez like giving people tasks that they know are not possible just so that it makes them go insane it's not good. Similar to like what happens to your brain when you eat a cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> <laughs> Similar. <laughs> not a sponsor. <clears throat> Keep in mind, no one had any idea that West had been working with the CIA on mind control. West was pers- uh, persistent in getting involved with Ruby, at one point asking Judge Joe B. Brown to appoint him on the case. Wait, you're saying Judge Joe Brown was there? Yeah, <laughs> the one and only... <laughs> Well, one of two, I guess. No way. According to documents that were found by Tom O'Neill long after the trial, West had been asked by someone to work on the case, but he never said who. At first, the judge refused to give West access to Ruby, but with some effort, West inserted himself into the case. It was believed that perhaps West, with all the skills he had, could help Ruby recall the day that he shot Oswald. On April 26, 1964, West boarded a plane and went to see Ruby. Not long after, West came out of Ruby's cell and stated that the man had 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 a complete psychotic breakdown. He said Ruby was positively insane. 
No one knows what happened to that cell between Ruby and West, but in a sworn affidavit, West wrote that Ruby was hearing things and seeing things, going as far as to hide under his table because he thought all the Jews in the world would be slaughtered. West said that Ruby said he'd seen his brother tortured, horribly mutilated, castrated, and burned in the street outside the jail. West wrote that Ruby could still hear the screams of Jewish children being boiled alive. Oh my god. Yikes. <laughs> sounds like this guy had some pretty pretty bad Had some dreams. demons, it sounds yeah. yeah. But I also feel like if he saw his brother get burned outside of the jail, someone else probably would have seen it, unless that was just like I, a hallucination. I, I, I think I, I'm getting the impression, and I should really read this more, he was, this was all part of the madness that he had mm-hmm. driven himself into. But he was really feeling, he was really hurting for them Jews, dude. I mean, as you know, Jews had yeah. a bad rap. Holy cow, like, ugh. I don't, have you seen a, on face or on YouTube? There's a video that got suggested for me of like people that got arrested who are trying to plead insanity, and it showed the uh, the footage from the interrogation room of them by themselves versus like them when the interrogator They're acting comes normal in by themselves. Yeah, yeah, and then they just start act, like twitching and stuff like that. So I, there was actually something about that I saw recently. Recently, uh, somebody was trying to plead crazy. And then they decided that they weren't crazy, and the guy who was saying they was crazy said that they have no idea what crazy is in order to like try and get it. And so he's like telling doctors, yeah, what they don't know in their medical field. And I was like, well, dude, you're kind of selling yourself out, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's so counterproductive because half the time these people will say that they're crazy, but then will give details as to why they're crazy. It's like, well, if you know yeah. why you're crazy, then you're probably not crazy because if you're crazy, you're not going to understand that you're even doing anything wrong. Mm. So could have got away with it too. If it wasn't <laughs> meddling kids and your dumb dog. Dog? Where? Uh, <clears throat> After that, any other doctor that met with Ruby came to the same conclusion, that Ruby had gone mad. However, doctors that talked with Ruby before Wes had seen him had said he was absolutely fine and wasn't crazy at all. Wes wrote, Tonight my own findings make it clear that there had been an acute change in the patient's condition since these earlier studies were carried out. A doctor that had seen Ruby before and after he had met with Wes was astounded by the change. His name was Dr. William Beavers, and he, <laughs> guys, just calm down. All right. What a name. <laughs> Dr. Beavers. We need to... <laughs> oh, hey, I'm Dr. Beavers. <laughs> He's got huge teeth. <laughs> I'm here to see the patient. <laughs> and he wrote, He was fine when I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> he kept staring at me real weird. I must have been the teeth. <laughs> okay. And he wrote, there was a possibility that someone had done something to Ruby. Oh, no, no, no kidding, Beaver. <laughs> Perhaps giving him some very powerful drugs. Funny that you guys had talked about that. Mm-hmm. He wrote, the possibility of a toxic psychosis could be entertained, but it's considered unlikely because of the protected situation. Obviously, at the time, Dr. Beaver. <laughs> They're also not talking about the fact that he just let three beavers into the guy's cell to just roam around while he was interrogating. <laughs> I didn't find that in my research. <laughs> it's in his name. It's one beaver. <laughs> oh, it is plural. Beavers. beavers. Uh, Could be two. Uh-huh. Could be three. 
So several beavers. <laughs> an unknown amount of beavers. It's not even straight LSD. It's just an, an, uncon- an inconvenient amount. Yeah, they're like, you're beavers. on LSD right now. No, there's just beavers in his room. <laughs> <laughs> are, they, At- whoa, 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 are they making a dam here? <laughs> oh, good times. We're having fun. <laughs> Obviously, what are they making the dam out of? Now you know we're talking about beavers and it's, uh, now you're looking for facts. You're just finding holes everywhere. <laughs> I see there was a pun kind of in that. You know, beavers put up stuff to stop dams, holes, leaks. No? Was that a reach? All right, let's continue. I, I get the flow of logic, but. Honestly, massacre me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here and then go. the dam stopped the flow of logic. Ooh. We, we've literally we've been talking about beavers for like three he, minutes now. Every, okay, that makes it funnier. When he said flow, he was trying to be subtle. Then you came in. No, that's like flipping the table over <laughs> with a pun. That's fantastic. All right, here we go. Hello there. <laughs> Obviously, Star Wars reference or oh yeah. Obviously, at the time, Dr. Beavers could not have had an inkling that West was involved in a project that forced powerful drugs on unwitting victims and tried to mess with their minds. Had he known this and the CIA's mind control project, he probably would have investigated the matter further. Ruby was visited in 1965 by Dr. Werner Tudor. You've got to be kidding me. No. T-U-T-E-U-R. Tudor. He made an evaluation and sent the notes to West so that they could be submitted to court. West looked at the document and erased one part. It said, there is considerable guilt about the fact he sent guns to Cuba. Nobody knows why he tried to eliminate that line or if it implicates him further in any way, but there is certainly a chance that there is more to the story than we already know. So before we move on, what are you guys' opinions on West and Ruby and CIA and that part of it? And Beavers and Tudor. And Beavers and Tudor. <laughs> <laughs> Just sounds like butts and other stuff. Tudors and Beavers. We'll do moose stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's definitely weird. I mean, I feel like Jack Ruby was kind of like on the edge of losing his mind either way if he went to sneak into a prison transfer to shoot a guy that he believed was like satan in his eyes but i don't know i feel like that a guy like that's probably not doing the best one way or another plus he was i believe he was a nightclub owner so he was probably doing like copious amounts of drugs anyways well here's the thing we're gonna have some witnesses who probably had nothing to lose claim that well, we already heard some doctors say that he was a normal guy ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe like a roommate. I don't want to foreshadow. I just did. Uh, saying that he's a total, total uh, normal. I did say stand-up guy, but total, nor- totally normal guy. Um, so, who knows? But it is weird mm. that West was so heavily involved. And, I mean, even if he was crazy, why did West need to be there? How long of a gap was there between the first doctor and West coming in to evaluate? I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to Google search that. <laughs> I don't feel. I feel like it's going to be really hard to find that specific <laughs> yeah. answer. Specific. Well, I mean, just like regardless, like even if it's like a week or a month or whatever. I mean, I guess how long does it take for someone to go crazy? Okay, here's like, the thing. Given ask. amount of drugs, I could have looked this up. 
because I was wondering about it. But I don't know what drug tests were really like, even as mm-hmm. much as 40 years ago. So mm-hmm. I was curious if West had drugged Ruby pretty heavily to make him lose his mind a little bit, or even a lot of it, and then whatever her mind control concepts he had for the psyche. I do wonder if they couldn't have detected that or just didn't mm-hmm. care to, you know, I, that's what I'm wondering. So it's possible he was pretty sane and they, you know, yeah. but then you got to worry. Cause if you start looking into it too much, you're going to notice a lot of people who looked into this type of stuff ended up dead. Ooh. So that's all the thing. If they, if he did give him drugs, if it was like MK ultra sorts of stuff, they used LSD a lot. And to give someone liquid LSD would be easy enough. Just say like, here, I got a cup of water for you. I, and then you put it in there without them knowing. And then it, causes them to trip balls and they don't know what's going on and i feel like if he's in prison already and someone says oh he's insane then i feel like no one's really going to go through the trouble of oh we're gonna have to like test his urine or test his hair to try and get drug samples or whatever but Mm -hmm. for him to only be considered insane once he's been well here's what also doesn't make sense there was part of the story i told you where they said they pounce on him after he assassinates oswald and he like acts like he doesn't know what happened or like why he's doing this or whatever that implies they got to him ahead of time not just in prison oh yeah but then if you want to say west visit him in prison this isn't like in uh epstein situation where they like murder him which they could have done you know west could have probably given him a drug that causes him to die i don't know i don't really know but it's just weird it's just weird Mm mm-hmm I don't know. The, the whole thing with him saying, like, why are you guys tackling me? I just feel like someone who did what he did was in the mindset that they were doing something for the good of the United States. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in his mind, he was doing something that everyone else was thinking about doing. And so the reason that he thought it was weird that they would go after him is, like, I just did something that you guys probably wanted to do. Why are you guys tackling me for it? Understood. But we all agree Oswald being dead is convenient yes mm-hmm. it's because we, that was our main source of information yeah, right. so right he was probably just so delusional like believing in what he was doing that when he did shoot him and he was subsequently arrested for it they're like why right yeah and, it, was it, like, and why? that's why the jfk assassination is so con- like contested is because our main source that actually was involved in the actual event died two days after it or whatever it mm-hmm. was so a lot of answers that we possibly could have had are down the drain. So it's definitely convenient. Yeah. Next, we're going to talk about three guys who all walked into a room one day and not long after we're all dead. All right. Three guys walked into a bar. First one said, ouch. Uh, no. Oh. They usually die after they leave. <laughs> when I miss something. That was a joke. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I get that. Like, there's, like, an actual, like, a bar walked into it and it hit their head. Whoa. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> the journalist Bill Hunter received a claim for writing three days in Dallas after the JFK assassination. He also wrote about Ruby shooting Oswald and was one of the few people that received permission to have a look around Ruby's apartment right after he shot Oswald. In April 1964... Hunter was sitting at a desk in Long Beach Police Headquarters, and he was shot. The gun of a policeman named Creighton Wiggins had apparently accidentally gone off, and a bullet entered the chest of Hunter, killing him instantly. Desk pop. (laughs) The officer had said 
he dropped the gun, causing it to fire. However, investigators soon found out, found out that Wiggins wasn't telling the truth, and he ultimately admitted that he hadn't dropped the gun at all, but rather was playing around with it and shot it by accident. It is believed that Hunter was still working on the case, and thus his death is seen as fairly suspicious by some JFK conspiracy You know, group. it's just good to know that our police force is just willy-nilly playing around with yeah. guns in the office. Maybe he was just doing that thing where, like, you spit it on his finger. That's, and, like, that's to what I imagine. <laughs> that's, that's exactly Like, trying to I've... do the gunslinger thing. And the fact, like, you said it was, like, an insta-kill, too. Yeah, like, yeah. in the chest. So it's probably Pretty right well in the aimed. heart. Yeah, exactly. It, it's, it's convenient. That's all we're saying. Because Bill Hunter was heavily involved in looking into this stuff. So, it's weird. But... Then again, what could you have paid a cop? Let's just say, let's just go down the rabbit hole. What would you have been able to pay a cop that he just is going to willingly shoot somebody? Unless you had leverage on him, like, I'll kill your family. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't imagine he, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's cir- like the circumstances are strange, but. I mean, the mob was heavily involved in corruption with the yeah, police forces back too. in that's the earlier too. days, too. So, I mean, it wouldn't be Maybe. that hard to make the stretch to say well they maybe paid this guy off kind of thing but isn't one of the biggest conspiracies with just the jfk assassination in general is that the mob did it yeah so or like cia and mafia collaborated yeah, and, yeah. because like there's a lot of people that wanted jfk dead not yeah. just like a certain group so mm-hmm. i mean there's so many that's why there's so many different rabbit holes that you can jump down because there's so many different things you can jump to to say this group didn't like him for this policy or he was trying to crack down on crime so it, these guys didn't like him, so. Ruby had been living with a man named George Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> George Senator. It's the summer of George. <laughs> no, no, no. George Senator. Court transcripts reveal that Senator said this in court about Ruby. He was a good, sound American citizen, and politics? He never messed around with that. He never messed around with politically at all. The majority, which I don't really get this line. Did people used to refer to individuals like this? But he said, the majority was connected with the music industry, the nightlife, his club, his competitors, what they were doing. It was because of Senator that Hunter, who we just said got shot in the chest, was allowed into Ruby's room. So this roommate, don't know what was going on there. Maybe they were best pals. I have no idea. But he totally was trying to cover for Ruby that he was a normal dude who wouldn't have done this. So take that for what you will. He obviously should have known Ruby fairly well. So he either was not being truthful or he really knew Ruby well and was just telling it straight. That's up to you. I mean, there's also the possibility he just didn't know Ruby that well. I mean, maybe. Ruby, That's true. Maybe. Ru- Ruby's a nightclub owner. So what's the chances that he's even at uh, the apartment or house that all that often? Yeah, that's so, a fair I mean, point. That's a fair point. Could be. Could be. Unless he was big at the club. Yeah, maybe. DJ Senator. (laughs) (laughs) Also allowed inside was Dallas Times Herald journalist Jim Coath and Ruby's attorney Tom Howard. The 21st of September 1964, while writing a book on the assassination, Coath, or Coathy, depending on how you want to say his last name, mysteriously died. Some sources say that he had been karate chopped to the neck. (laughs) I honestly, at this point, I thought you were just gonna be. I thought you were just gonna say like, and a piano dropped on his head when he was walking <laughs> underneath that weird? on the sidewalk. Listen to how many times they changed what happened, but but other sources said he was likely strangled. Although no one knows for sure what happened, Time Magazine in 1966 
claimed that the journalist was well known for hanging out with thugs. Times said police at the time said the motive was somehow connected to homosexuality, but didn't expand on it. A news clipping from was. <laughs> yeah. A news clipping from back then had the headline Newsman's Death Termed Murder. And a police captain said this in the report. He could have been killed by a karate blow to the neck or have fallen and struck his neck on a table or a bedstand in the room where his body was found. <laughs> Sounds like anything. A karate chop to the neck? <laughs> like judo That's chop, like an quote. awesome powers? It's a- yeah, that was like that whole fad that was going around like five, ten years ago where people were just uh, like hitting people in the back of the head and knocking them out on the street. It was like a, a oh. whole like like internet fad between like bad people. <laughs> yeah. The apartment had been ransacked and there were signs of a struggle. Police in the end said it was a burglar burglary that had gone wrong as opposed to all those that go right. <laughs> <laughs> and while some people say it had something to do with the notes that journalists had been writing regarding the assassination or what he knew about Ruby, nothing has been proven. I feel like strangulation is pretty easy to tell because there's probably a lot of marks on someone's neck. Yeah, if they well, got then why strangled. Were they all, yeah, I don't know why they're all That's... over the place. <laughs> The thing is, why the newspapers went did everything to yeah, make this seriously. confusing yeah. from strangling to karate chop to it. Was, why why even say it's something to do with homosexuality? It had no fact. Literally, if anything, it was to make people be like, "Oh, he could like." Well, at the they, time, they probably been like, "Oh, good, he's dead." You yeah, know? they like, say it's homosexuality, and they say, "Oh, it's probably just a burglary gone wrong." Why do we throw that yeah, in there? It, then? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. It, so it's weird. It's another death that's like, what the heck. Now they're just going like, to twist it. It's like, it was a burglary that went wrong with just a little sprinkle of homosexuality. <laughs> just to spice they kissed it up. before it happened. Yeah, now kith. <laughs> the newspapers just flying off. <laughs> the newsboys on the streets can't like, extra, keep enough on Extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> yeah. One year later. Karate t- chop to the neck. <laughs> <laughs> homosexuality, find out. Yeah. What do those two things have in common? We don't know. <laughs> One year later, Tom Howard also died. You're starting to see a trend here. His death was ruled a heart attack, but there was never an autopsy. The New York Times wrote that he had died of a massive coronary infection, stating Mr. Howard had been ill for several days, but continued his law practice. He was just 48. Okay, so if you haven't noticed, anyone getting close or investigating the JFK or the Ruby assassination on Oswald, just keeling over. Everyone's just keeling over. Oh, great. That means I'm going to get uh, another egg to my car. Yep. Because we're doing a podcast episode about it. <laughs> yeah, Evan's car got egged. I yeah. don't know if you heard about You're that. You're kidding me. Yeah. It was a singular egg. <laughs> I was... walk... From that kid with the snowball? <laughs> so I walked... He's advanced. <laughs> I, I like spent the night here last week after we recorded because I was pretty drunk. But uh, I was leaving the next morning and I was walking out with Evan because he was going to take uh zuki for a uh, walk or whatever and uh we walked past his car i'm just like i think your car got hit by an egg there's eggshells in the ground just a singular egg yeah and apparently he said that he found like what was it oh yeah that morning so like i wake up super early just with the dog with the puppy and there was like two eggs like on my sidewalk leading up to the door and like two rolls of toilet paper so these youths just missed the entire condo complex which is ginormous and only got the sidewalk 
and missed like the absolutely huge tree in my front yard with the toilet paper. That's why I think it was just some kids like driving by and having yeah. a good time because they were just throwing them out. They didn't really have a target and just ended up yep. hitting the sidewalk in front of your condo and your like, car. So you don't think it was his car I, targeted? I, I think no. it was just nope. some kid. I disagree. Evan's been targeted for yep. sure. <laughs> it's personal. I was just like initially I was just going through like the list of names like who like honestly would have done this? Like we're 25. None of our friends would do this. So did it cause the paint the paint to mess up? No, I got a car wash right away, oh. so we're good there. But apparently the McDonald's in town was also shell shocked. <laughs> See, so that, that's, it was that's just why the, I think it was just some youths that were having a good time on the town. Youths. youths. They just got out of high school, graduated, yeah. and they're just like, we're going to have go one last hurrah. Yeah. Honestly, like I saw it, I'm like, I, I can't be mad with all the I, dumb shit that we did. Yeah. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> yeah. I would never interfere with cars, trains, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Even that's a stretch, though. Yeah. Most of the time, we were good little boys. Most of the time. <laughs> Private school. Private school. <laughs> Oh boy, here we go. One journalist named Dorothy Kilgolfin actually got to chat with Ruby. She was not confident in the conclusions that the Warren Commission came up with, a fact which she was very vocal about. She also published some of the commission's findings before they were officially released to the public, a fact I'm sure they were thrilled about. There's a ton of people that don't agree with anything the Warren Commission said. So true. On November 8th, 1965, she was found dead in her apartment in Manhattan. Prior to that, she had written that she, or she had written that the CIA and the mafia had worked together. Some people had also said that she was a CIA asset. After the assassination, she reportedly told her friends that she was going to crack the case. She said to one person, "In five more days, I'm going to bust this case wide open." <laughs> oh no! That is a quote. That is an actual quote. And then she said her like ship bad, was unsinkable. Yeah, it's like a bad Scooby Doo. She was line. just practicing for NCIS. Yeah, gonna bust this case wide open. See, <laughs> but five days. <laughs> By all accounts, she had given the first draft of her book to Florence Smith, her friend and the wife of the ambassador to Cuba. Why is it always Cuba? Why is it always Cuba? Because that, that was like, like a huge yeah. thing was like there was a big fight for like Cuban refugees and stuff going on in the U.S. So when Kilgolfin's body was found, it was determined that she had died from an overdose of booze and arbitrates. 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 And arbitrates. And the arbiter. And the and master oh. chief yeah, couldn't get there to save her. <laughs> Regardless of what it was, she's dead. All right? she's dead. <laughs> Three shots to the head. Yeah. All on accident with a karate chop. The karate chop is just so <laughs> preposterous. I just can't get Austin Powers out of my head. Like, judo chop. Yeah. Investigator, what does this karate chop mean to you? I don't know, but there was some homo stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> According to some sources, she was found in a room she didn't go in often. I love that line. I love that line. How do they know? Such a good line. What the hell is she doing in here? She was exploring her own house. Like, this is new. She's like in a concrete crawl space. I don't know. Unless she's like in the next door neighbor's room. Like, oh, she doesn't go in here often. 
<clears throat> but anyway, they said she was in her room. She didn't go in often. She had a book on her lap that she had already read. Forbid she look it over again. <laughs> How do they know all this? I'm hey, just what the sources say. <laughs> and her reading glasses, which she couldn't read worth without, were in another room. That's the one thing I was like, oh, it's a little interesting, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. So they're trying. They're, to, are they trying to say that someone staged? They're, they're the trying body? to say someone yeah. planted her in a chair, in a room they thought that she wouldn't be in, with a book she read. Apparently, they knew that, and didn't have her reading glasses. So they're just saying she was murdered, then put in the yeah. chair, and that's what they're insinuating. Hmm. Whatever, you know, cool. Florence Smith, who supposedly had been given, oh wait, I'm sorry. Let me back up. No, let me not. Florence Smith, <laughs> who supposedly had been given those notes from Kilgolfin, died one day after Kilgolfin of cerebral hemorrhage. This is not a joke. That's weird. Really? Everyone's, dude, everyone's dying. It's crazy. She was 45. No book or notes were found. She reportedly had been ill for a while and had only just gotten out of the hospital. There is some evidence. That Smith, Florence Smith, was friends with JFK and Mrs. Kennedy. And it's never been revealed where the New York Times received the information regarding her illness and stay in the hospital. That is just what the paper wrote in her obituary. Meaning, it seems someone gave the Times some info that doesn't you're actually You're saying exist. that you're telling me that a mainstream news source said something that might not have been true. Hard to believe. I know. But that's what the claim is. It's definitely weird that they're all dying, but... And, like, I think this is the first one that you said so far. It's been like she was sick for a while, right? That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying? But, like, everyone else, it's just freak accidents and... This one is weird because the day after. They kill, kill Golfin, who Mm -hmm. had these notes that they think had some serious stuff in it. Yeah. She gives it to... This Florence Smith lady, both keel over within 48 hours. Weird. Maybe Kilgolfin just wanted Florence Smith dead and laced the notes with anthrax. And got some on herself? Yes. Could be. That was Is that a, a real theory? Is that, oh. No idea. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> it's our theory. <laughs> it's as good of a theory as we've had so far. So. Next up is the Benavides brothers. Edward and Domingo. Domingo, one of the witnesses who saw police officer J.D. Tippett get shot after the assassination. So if you're wondering who he is, that's who he is. Mm-hmm. Some sources say that he testified that the shooter looked nothing like Oswald. But realistically, he just gave a very vague description that could have been a lot of people. So, Some people claim that a dark presence of that feared, <laughs> feared Domingo would blow the lid on something, so he, he needed to be eliminated. However, his brother, who looked like him, was actually the one shot in a tavern in Dallas. Weird. How many days after? Like the I'm going to whole... get into that in a second. Okay. Which, th- this of all of them, makes it seem like if that this maybe was just a weird... So Domingo was shot by a dark presence, or Edward was shot by a dark presence? No, no, no. So Domingo was the guy who... Hat knew something they thought because he supposedly saw Oswald shoot the cop and was claiming that Oswald wasn't the same guy who shot Tippett, meaning maybe Tippett knew something. I don't know. 
but the point is they think there was a hit out for Domingo, but because his brother looks so much like him, they oh. shot Edward, mm. meaning it proves there was a hit on Domingo and they got the wrong guy, his brother who looked like him. That's what they're claiming. Okay. And it was done by a dark presence. A dark presence. So it's like the the guy from Sinister came and shot him in a tavern. Mm-hmm. As far as we know. Could have <laughs> been right. a guy came through those red door in Insidious. <laughs> it was like Either one. Oh, Darth Maul, yeah. Yeah. Darth, yeah exactly. <laughs> somebody has are you sure they didn't say a Darth presence? No. It says here, somebody had the high ground. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> <laughs> and his last words were you're a bold one <laughs> importantly though the brother was shot after the Warren Commission had people testify in court making it more likely this was just an unfortunate coincidence so the brother who saw stuff who they're claiming got what they were targeting because he might know something mm-hmm evidently didn't try hard enough to get in front of court because he didn't. So, I mean, what did he really know? I don't know. So they're saying maybe it's a coincidence. All right. Here's a name that you guys maybe recognize. Gary Underhill was a man who supposedly worked for the CIA and potentially had extensive knowledge about the assassination of JFK to the extent that his own team may have done the job. According to some books, after the assassination, he said to a friend, you're going to Spain. That's the best thing to do. I've got to get out of the country, too. This country is too dangerous for me now. i got to get on a boat also. I'm really afraid for my life. Oswald is a patsy. They set him up. It's too much. The bleeps have done something outrageous. They've killed the president. Can you say more, dude? Could you say more? Come on. Tone it down. Those damn bleeps again. (laughs) The CIA denied. Big whoop. Whoa. That this man worked for them, but the of most, course, like like the most powerful investigative like investigative unit denied it. Oh wow! Whoa, they hide things from the president. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah. So yeah, the CIA everything's did- a lie. Whoa! <laughs> Obviously, the CIA has always had a way of kind of avoiding the truth, but it is a fact that Underhill worked in the military intelligence service, so he is at the very least a person of interest. Credible sources have also said that he did actually say those things after the assassination. Shortly after, he was found dead in his house. According to the District of Columbia Department of Public Health, his certificate of death dated May 8, 1964, read that he shot self in head with an automatic pistol. Some have pointed out that he had been shot behind the left ear and the gun was discovered in his left hand despite the fact he was right-handed. I don't know. I actually kind of thought about that one for a while. I was just kind of sitting there as I was putting this together and I was like, I, this sounds terrible. But I was like, if I was going to kill myself, would I use my dominant hand? And probably. So, I don't know. It's a little interesting. Yeah. I don't know. And it, it's interesting for sure. But, I mean, I, it's not as weird as like some of the suicides no, that you no, hear about no. that are mm-hmm. like, he shot himself twice in the head. It's like, I don't think so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's laced. <laughs> <laughs> he got with the zombies. The guy can't kill yeah. himself. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty dark. But Guy Bannister was a serious anti-communist who later went on to form his own private investigation agency. He was accused by one of his colleagues of knowing about the hit on JFK being an inside job. 
This individual told many people about it, and he became a big part of the investigation. Bannister died soon after, 1964, from coronary thrombosis. He was 63. According to various mainstream sources, a woman named Mary Pinchot Meyer was a mistress of JFK and a friend of his wife. She was also a friend of the wife of a very high-ranking CIA person. In 1964, she was murdered, and her death to this day remains shrouded in uncertainty. Her affair with the president has been a big secret, and so that and so that information only came out later. It was said the shooter must have had extensive training with a firearm. Ray Crump was charged with the murder, but when the case went to trial, he was acquitted. Some people think she was targeted due to keeping a diary that may have contained a number of things people thought the world didn't need to know. Additionally, she was skeptical about the Warren Commission's conclusions, a reason perhaps for why the CIA was, in fact, wiretapping her phone. Really? Indeed. Weird. CIA also... spying on civilians. Ooh. Ooh. No. <laughs> uh, this is my shocked face. Ooh. Ooh. But JFK for real had a mistress? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's actually, that is well known now. Yeah. Dude was slaying. Really? Oh, I mean, yeah. He I mean, won the election because wasn't that the first televised election? I don't know. People always said he was pretty good. Like, on, like, wide. Probably, like, distri- yeah. Like, everyone could, like, see him on TV. But it's pretty well known that he had probably had, like, multiple mistresses on the side. Which is pretty sad because his wife was, like, so awesome. in love with yeah, him. right. Oh. But... Weren't the Kennedys kind of, like, for a hot second, almost like our royal family? Pretty and, like, much. they all just died tragically. The Kennedy family's, like, been in politics for a long time, so. Hmm. Probably time to skedaddle after all yeah. that, right? All this stuff that happened, but. Lay low for a bit. Yeah. The whole, yeah, the whole, like, everything to do with the JFK assassination is such, like, a jumbled mess of different names and different people just like so hard i can understand why people are still writing books about it and like why there's thousands of books that have already been written about it because there's so many different threads to like pull on mm-hmm. uh i mean it's super i, in- I just thought oh sorry i no, i want to hear you first because oh, i was just gonna so say it's like super interesting like the president of, of the united states died and we still don't really have like a for sure concrete and it was answer. so public too and there's yeah. like video of it and everything so mm-hmm. it's, is there yeah there's a pruder film <laughs> Bigfoot's in the background. <laughs> uh, I just thought this was kind of an interesting topic because there's a lot to be said about the actual assassination, and we all know that. But not everyone knows how much death and strangeness followed after the fact. I must have named seven or eight deaths that are all coincidental and related to the JFK situation. Mm-hmm. So just weird, just weird. Just Definitely. adds credence to like why people think. And I'm not saying there is. You know, who really knows? But. Why people think more was going on there. And like all within a couple of years after the actual assassination too. Yep. Yeah, it's just, it's so contentious because there, like I said before, there was so many people that wanted him dead that there's probably so many groups involved in something that could have happened that maybe we're fighting, like there's infighting or whatever, and then maybe someone got caught in the middle and died that way kind of thing, so... Who knows, like, if it was people trying to cover up, like, if it was CIA trying to cover up their end, or if it was other groups trying to cover up something that they didn't want to get out, or 
there's just so many different possibilities. So I just think it's so much harder to do that now. I think if something sinister really did happen and JFK was assassinated in some sort of like really big, I don't know, conspiracy, much easier, not easy though, to keep a lid on that then than probably oh, now. Oh, 100%. I, I, like right now, you can talk, you can, people can say what they want about the CIA. But if more than 10 people from the CIA are in on something like that, I am sorry. One of them is blowing the lid on that because they're like, this is going to be dope when I tell everybody. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. People are going to be like, I'm going to post this on social media. Right. I have some credence. People are like, no way. That's what happened. No way you get away with the pro- You can get away with stuff like the JFK assassination today, but it's got to be like a two man job. You know what I mean? You can't have oh, people. You've had to have planned it. it for yeah. so long. And you have to have almost nobody involved because right. the minute a handful plus are involved i'm sorry someone's leaking something because people aren't that good at it and not that you should mm-hmm. be but i'm just saying right got to keep things to yourself so yeah the the timing for his death is just such a perfect period like before dna testing before a lot of the forensics that we have now we were relying on newspapers and television to tell us all the news on it so everyone was just going with the flow and taking what they were given so it's really hard to blame people for getting or overlooking different things about it that may have been odd. And especially because the Warren Commission was so understaffed, they weren't throwing enough people at it that they had people that were working like almost full days trying to get one aspect done while another guy was trying to get another aspect. And they were trying to cover everything with limited manpower, which you would think they would throw as many people at it as they could, but. Any final thoughts, Ev? Honestly, it's just the. So let me back up. Who were it's been three presidents that have been assassinated. Four, four. Gotcha. Yep. We really only talk about two. Yeah. Like when you think about it. Pretty much. And do you know there's actually a conspiracy theory that they never actually caught John Wilkes Booth? So uh, after they caught him and shot him in, I I forget which state, but in like a random barn house or farmhouse, um conspiracy theorists say that they brought in a member of Wilkes's family to identify the body and that the family member actually said again all supposedly that that's not actually John Wilkes Booth he said the um like John Wilkes Booth had black hair and the body that they showed him had like red hair so they were like just like not even trying yeah, <laughs> the reason I don't believe that is oh 100% conspiracy because i mean it's so easy in nowadays to go back and just be like oh did you know this is actually Mm -hmm. what happened it's so much easier to do that to older times where we can't go back there to create a conspiracy than i think it is to like slightly more modern issues even the jfk thing i think Mm -hmm. like new conspiracies now are tougher to create about anything like 80s and now it's just so it's so easy to go back for anyone to just say something offhandedly like as a joke and then someone pulls on that and extrapolates on it and makes a whole they could write a whole book on something that someone said as mm-hmm. a, as an offhanded comment. So it's it's just insane how many different people have had different theories on what could have happened with yeah. the assassination itself and then everything that happened after the fact. So yeah. It's it's definitely a very large topic and or well, I think like the 60s are like perfect. You're talking about all the things you can't do. I think you can get away with even the conspiracy part of it, I'm not saying there isn't maybe big conspiracies that could be proven about JFK, but 
the sixties were like the perfect time for yes. something like this to happen. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like eighties and beyond, I feel like it's harder to all of a sudden now insert a conspiracy because like, no, did we know like that's probably not what happened? Whereas you know, John Wilkes Booth, I wasn't there, so. right? I mean, there's still conspiracies about whether we killed Osama bin Laden. So well, I mean, that's it's, true. It's not above people that's, to just throw anything that's out. Fair. That they can. Anything you haven't seen yeah, may or may not right. have happened. So it's it's a this big fun world out there. Yeah. <laughs> it is nuts. Yep. Keeps things interesting. It definitely does. Gives us uh, stuff to talk about on our podcast. Right. I, I I think it's fun to just uh kind of think about it from other people's mindset of like. I mean, I can understand why you think that, but it's also very convoluted to think that. So, I very much think it was like just the mob in general, like by the JFK assassination, and then all the subsequent hits. I mean, obviously, with I would obviously that should be said. <laughs> the conspiracy but, uh, in you is coming out. <laughs> honestly, hang out with you way too much. Yep. Um, like with the help of maybe the CIA, but I think primarily the mob, just because of JFK's stance on anti crime especially organized crime at the time what's interesting about that and why a lot of i think the mob makes some sense to some people is why would the mob not leak what happened the threat to the people in the mob who might have done these hit jobs is a higher threat than the people in the cia if you're a whistleblower your life might be ruined but you're probably gonna live the the mafia or like the mob yeah if you blew a whistle on within the mob you're dead your family's gonna die oh especially in like dishonor on yeah exactly so like why would nothing have leaked if there were five hitmen and there was like two other guys pulling the strings probably that i'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure like the biggest theory around the mafia or the mob doing it is that it was the chicago mob so they traveled Mm -hmm. down to dallas or had connections down in dallas that they would have contacted to do it so this is a far-reaching thing if it was the mob that did it Mm. so yeah it's (laughs) it's a whole whole thing yeah man nuts yeah maybe one day we'll do a a deep dive on the the actual assassination itself but that was that was a definite like eye opener as far as there's so many different things that you can now go find on your own if you wanted to Mm -hmm. so the internet man the internet's good, and it's also got a lot of things that you probably shouldn't get into, but like the dark web. Yes. Oh, cool! I love those conspiracies and all that good stuff. I've I've noticed that you're kind of turning into our unsolved mysteries guy. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> At least I I went adjacent like half a step. Yeah. <laughs> you sidestepped yeah, unsolved yeah. on YouTube. No, definitely. I I just think it's funny that we have so many people that have told us like we love hearing it, but we just hate that there's no answers. It's like yeah. I'm the same way. I want to know what it is, but that's what leaves it open for you to just say whatever you want. So, Makes you think. Definitely, that's what we're here for. We've mm-hmm. said it multiple times. All right, guys. Well, that's all we got for you guys this week as far as our topic goes. We got a, a good group topic coming for you next week, which isn't going to be having any more answers than what we've had for you today. So <laughs> just a little teaser there. But Ev, you want to plug our social medias for everyone before we get out of here? Yes, please follow us at the Gems of History podcast on both uh, Twitter and Instagram. And it's probably still going to be up um, just in case we don't hit our thousand mark goal. And even if we do, um, there's no time limit to the GoFundMe. So please, please, please donate to our GoFundMe. You can find the link in both our 
bios on Twitter and Instagram at the Gems of History Podcast. Um, the link is there in all of our episode descriptions. The past couple, I believe. Jacob, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you can find it in my bio uh, at Whatevskis on Twitter. Jacob is at shop, shop and go, shop underscore and underscore go uh, on Twitter. And then Mark at Mark underscore Stein B34. 1073? Oh, is 73? I think so. Oh, 73. So you can follow us on there. We we're, all in, we're all in the description of our actual Gems of History thing. So yeah. You can find us all in there if you need to. Mm-hmm. You can also find me on my only... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Posting feet pics daily. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us all up on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> I've been plugging the podcast on Tinder, so <laughs> anyway, I can get the word out. <laughs> can you imagine someone's like, hey, where are you up to? Oh, um, just listen to this like rad new podcast. Ever heard of it? Gems of history. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, get in touch with us any way you want to. We love hearing from you guys. We we uh, also would like to hear some more stories from you guys. We want to do another uh, Gems of Horror episode coming up here pretty soon. So if you guys got more stories, please send them in. We haven't really gotten any since the last episode. So don't be afraid to send in whatever you got and email it to uh, Gems of History Podcast at gmail dot com or message us on our social medias. Whatever you feel more comfortable with and we look forward to hearing from you guys and once again thank you to everyone that came out to the bar crawl this past saturday it, hopefully no one else got no one got in trouble and everyone stayed under control but i'm I'm thinking we'll have a good time and we won't have any issues so we're mm-hmm. looking forward to it as of right now and we will hopefully have a good turnout and until next week that's all we got for you for now so we will talk to you then yep see you everybody love you guys